What's going on, El Paso? You're listening to the Cold Zone Podcast, Season 2, with your hosts, Ed Stansberry and Jason Flores. We're talking about all the top players, teams, and coaches in the Sun City. Yeah, you think you know, but you have no idea. Don't miss out on the behind-the-scenes talk of who's dominating on Friday Night Lights. Download the Cold Zone Podcast on your favorite podcast application. Gia, come on. Like when you hear a song, especially us, because you know we're always like filing through all these different songs. Like, what's what's the song we're gonna use for this episode? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and we spend the whole week leading up, like just listening to all these old school jams, dog. And every song has a story, man. Yeah. Like you hear a song, come on, like that Foxy Brown. Like it just puts you in that place. When that song was hitting, hey. man, on the radio station, when you had your Walkman and you had that CD player rolling, dog. dog like, these kids have no idea. No what idea you're about dog. Walkman, dog. Like to try to go through pregame warmups with the with the CD player in your pocket. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> with them big the ass headphones, dog. Hey, but like, speaking of old school jams, dog, songs that definitely took us back, man. I met a girl that you oh, tried to man. date. Yeah. Yeah. Hey dog, we just heard the news today. R.I.P. Bismarck Key, man. Uh huh. Dog, don't let me start beatboxing up here. <laughs> dog, you know you're a true story, man. Okay. Hey. I bought this. It was a single. It was a CD. Oh, this is when CDs just came out, dog. CDs. CDs, y'all. At uh, what's the spot? What's the spot off a of dire dog by the crib? Sound warehouse. Sound warehouse. <laughs> I bought this like hey for twenty five cents, bro. The single, the CD. Oh, okay. The single, 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 single yeah. CD, twenty five yeah. cents. Damn, right. And it was like everybody hated on this song when it came out, but it's been around for thirty years. Bro. You, you got, got what, what I need, and you say he's just a friend, and you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need, and you say he's just a friend, and you say he's just a friend. R.I.P. To Bismarck Key, man. We got the news today recording this episode on Friday, July 16th, man. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, to Bismarck Key, man. Uh, yo, like, that was like, you talk about one hit wonders. And that song has lived on for 30 years. 30, I don't care if, yeah, you're at a, plus years. if you're at a King Singetta. <laughs> 
If you're at a club in L.A. at the end of the night, yo, that DJ is going to play that Bismarck key. Hit that beat one more time, y'all. Relationship or some understanding how it's going to be in the future we was planning. Uh-huh. Hey, so I'm digging in our files, right? And I'm yeah. like, yo, if we're going to take it back, Let's take it back just a little bit. Oh, we this sounded really familiar. We doing Power 102 right now? MCX in the fucking ass. What y'all know about that MCX? Menace to society. If y'all young bucks out there have not seen it, and this goes out to my niggas. Hey, put it down, man. Menace to society. We'll give it to you real. It's about the way I am. It's got me in the state where I don't give up. Damn, hey. Somebody help me. But y'all, they don't hear me though. I guess I'll be another victim of the ghetto. Ain't no escaping cause I'm We live this, Jay. <laughs> yeah, dog. Miss Society. Pops never figured that he go down from the hands of another nigga. No, my pops is gone. That ain't no good. Hey, I always wondered where that Gia came from. It was MC8, dog. Yeah. Niggas Bump that. Bottle, damn, and through all the motherfucking pain, they done drove my mind insane. So I guess. Oh, yeah, we vibing, dog. We in the club. You know, it's funny because um, I had got a message. I got a message the other day. Man, man, y'all be playing some jams, man. Jeez. I say, hey, this is what we do, dog. Do we, hey, should we start our own, like, old school radio station, dog? I mean, we got the licenses, man. Let's do the damn thing. We might as well. Oh, Never man. did I wonder that the hood fucking hood would take me under. Damn, son. I got the straps off to the corner store on by the fucking hood. Dog, that movie was like on a, like, you know, we had Boys in the Hood that came out and then Menace to Society, dog. It was like, yeah. cool. That was real. That was real. In the dog. And we love playing these songs, dog, because it does. Like I was saying earlier, Jay, it takes us back, man. Mm. Bloodshot red. I ain't finished. <laughs> Yo, God, season two, man. man. Episode four. Dude, we are on a roll. We bro. are bringing it, though. Episode four. It's your boy, Ed Stansberry. You got my boy, Jay Flo. Yes, Jason sir. Flores in the house. And, man, we are. We got. We're, we're riding that wave right now, bro. Dog, let me tell you. Last week, we put out episode three. Top returning performers and holy cow, dog! Them downloads was like just <laughs> not just that, but also we got like, hey, hold up! I think you're missing some people. Yeah, I said, oh yeah. Shit. Well, that's what we want, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yo, sure. sound off, man. Let's go. We our our DMs are being hit up. Uh, out of control, man, and uh, uh, you know for a good reason, man, because we don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah, right. For sure. But I'll tell you this, Jay, that film better back up that talk and hey. that DMs, man, because we get some strong messages like, "Yo, y'all better not forget about so and so and such and such, man." Hey, when I click that huddle account, and if I'm watching Spring Ball, homie. Mm-mm. Or practice sessions? Nah. Mm-mm. I need to see that game effort. And we'll get into that in a little bit later, dog, in yeah. our uh in our film study session. But Jay, but um, dude, yo, man, we are flowing, man. For sure, man. Hey, I'm feeling so- good. I'm feeling good about the about the podcast, man. We're getting back into it. We're in it, dog. It's it. Hey, episode four. We got the top returning defenders this week. Yo, we're supposed to be doing a top five, mm-hmm. and I think we have five, but I think overall we probably have about 12, 13. That's what's exciting about this 2021 season, Jay. And mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't listened to episode three, go back and listen to it because, look, we tried to put it together, a top <laughs> yeah. five. Yeah. And it wasn't going to happen, man. We weren't going to do it justice. There was like 15, 20 cats, dog. Like, so we go through and we try to look at everybody, Jay, right? We don't want to leave anybody out. 
and we had our top five returners, mm-hmm. dog. But the 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 six through twenty, however names we went through, dog, they're all ballers, man. So that is gonna set the table for a strong season in twenty twenty one, dog. Because football is back, man. Dog, let me tell you. So we, you know. We broke down some film this week, right? Mm-hmm. We really broke down some film. But even last week, when we looked at some of the footage uh, for some of these players, listen, you might ball out this week. But for the all the players that put in the time last year on the varsity level, you got recognized. So, you got recognized. So, so these cats that we're talking about, we're not just pulling names out of a hat, Jay. Homie, let me tell no, you. No, these guys no. got... The hardware. They got the stats backing it up. Whether it was passing for 300 yards a game, three or four touchdowns, whether it was for uh, making 10, 11 tackles mm-hmm. on defense. Like, it's all these guys have proven to us they deserve this spot. Like, look, if you haven't done that, like, what we're talking about, this is all preseason, right, Jay? Yeah. Right? So, there's going to be some guys that step up this year. We don't know who you are, right? Right, right, right. Put that, put your game on film, right? Yeah. And we're going to see it. All these guys we're talking about, they have done the thing already as an underclassman, and that's why we're recognizing them. That's why we're talking about them, Jay. But, yo, like, so, dude, like, we got a busy, we got seven weeks until kickoff. We do. We got seven weeks until kickoff. And we got we got a lot of stuff going on, Jay. We our our schedule is booked, dog. Like, you know, we're we got we got our sons on the basketball team. We got oh, that going on. Dude, let me uh, hold baseball, on, hold on, baseball, baseball starting back up again. Hey. Uh what you want to say about that? Before you continue, dog, mm-hmm. listen, this is Friday. What are we, the 16th mm. today? You just came out of the gym. I just came back from my son's basketball game. How do you do? Uh dude, Jonas balled out, dog. Mm, Jonas James. Hey, Hey, Jonas this, James Flores, listen this, for that name. Uh, dog, you know. I was, so I'm the coach, right? Okay. So I'm the coach. So, you know, you know, there's times I don't, you know, I don't try to favor my son. Right. You know, but, oh. uh, okay. but we both know his capability, right? We know oh. where he stands and what his skills are. Oh, and, dog, we put that work in, though. <laughs> all that work that we put in the backyard, I could not be any happier. Dog, today, you were dog. glowing. You were glowing. When you came into yes. the studio yes. today, I hope, you were yes. glowing. You were like, yo, you know what? Can I, talk, can I tell you something, yo? E, yes. money, E. E, e Hall of Famer, yo, dog. Like, can I tell you something? You were like, yo, my son, man, he balled that's out, a, dog. That's a proud father moment, dog. Yes, and but listen, I told him this: win or lose, whatever happened, I said, be able to go out and compete. Go out and compete and give it and put everything you worked for during the week and put it together. Win or lose, but let me tell you, if you go out and put it all together, you're going to come out victorious at the end of the day. Jay Flo, Jason Flores, Jason Ramon Flores. That's your middle name, right, Ramon? It's Robert. Oh, just to let you know. I've been calling you Ramon all these years. It's Jason Robert Flores? Yeah. That's why they call you JR? Yeah. Wow. Damn. 50 years of fucking friendship. Yeah, damn. Anyway, anyways, anyways, getting back to that, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm Jonas's uncle, right? And I'm a proud uncle. I'm I'm so happy, uh, for him and for his work ethic and and everything he does. But, but Jay, Mm. we were at practice of the day, right? Cause Mm -hmm. I bring West over there to work out with the older kids with Jonas. Jonas is going to be in the what? Seventh, eighth grade, eighth grade, eighth grade. Yeah. So I take West out there to practice, get some extra work in. Right. Mm -hmm. And dog, like you, you be on them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're you're doing conditioning. You're doing suicides at the end of pra- practice. Yeah. And this is basketball. And uh, Jonas, you know, this is the first time Uncle Ed shows up. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's like second, third in, in the conditioning. And I pulled him aside. Right. You remember that? I remember. I said, Jonas, let me talk to you. This is your uncle talking to you. I said, I don't ever want to see you any less than first when you're running your conditioning. And he looked at me like shocked, like, damn, 
<laughs> right, right. And then we came to practice. We came back to practice this week, Jay. And guess where Jonas James <laughs> was running them, uh, them, them <laughs> suicides. Yo, I didn't. Know that what. boy was about 10, 15 feet in front of everybody else, and that's what you can expect, dog. It's like you know what? Like if you're gonna do this thing, if you're gonna do the damn thing. I don't care whatever sport it is. Right. You got to take yourself to another level. A lot of these kids don't know what that next level is, Jay, but that's why they got you. That's why they got me to help it. And that's what we're trying to do to all these kids here in El Paso. But, Joe, you walked into this studio, man, so proud of your son, man. And yeah. I'm proud with yeah. you, bro. I'm, I'm a proud uncle, man, because y'all went out there and did the damn thing. Yeah, you know what? Congratulations uh, to the Rockets on the west side, man. And they they put in some work. Um, a lot of these kids never played basketball before. Um, but they went out and they competed, and we won. Um, and it was a great game, dude. It was a great game. No, but game. you got to give a background story to that. Let, to, tell our listeners, man, because they want to know. This team blew you guys out. Listen. Last year, right? By how many points? Listen, 30, 40 points? we played this team, they beat us 42 uh, to 10, and they blew us out. And our guys, not only have they never played basketball before, but they, but their confidence just hit the ground. Hit the ground. And it was, it was my job. It was my job to say, hey, whoever they put in front of us, whether it is that team, whether it's the Los Angeles Lakers, we are going to compete. You have to learn how to compete with whoever's in front of you. You no, have to hey, let me tell you something, though, because you coach our, you coach, uh, <laughs> you got Jonas's team that you coach on your own, right? Mm-hmm. And then we got West, and then we got Roman, and we got the, you know, it's a what is it, the fifth and sixth graders? Yeah, we coach fifth and sixth grade, right? And we had our game the other week, dog. What's mm-hmm. the, what's what's the, what's my man, the coach that threw the threw the chair out on the on, onto the onto the court back in the day. That is you. You are intense. I had no idea, bro. Listen, I hey. am a player's coach. I am not going to go. Hey, if my players need for me to step up, I'm going to step up. I, hey, that kind of surprised me. It kind of shocked me. I was like, God damn. I was like, whoa, shit, J-Flo. Listen. Hey, we at, we at the YMCA over here playing out of Santa hey. Teresa, dog. But, but let me tell you, though. A, <laughs> hey, that's and really Shit, maybe that's the Northeast in me, dog. Yeah, yeah you absolutely, absolutely. Listen, I'm here to that compete is the Northeast, man. I don't little, know. Like, I'm gonna tone it down a little bit, bro. Like we at the Y, we these kids never played basketball before, and I'm trying to tell you, like, yeah, yo, but I'm not getting know, on our kids. I know, though. I'm know. not getting on our kids. No, but that poor ref was crying in the corner <laughs> at the end of the game, dog. Like, yo, hey. lay off, my man. Hey, listen, anyway. Wait, there, Jay, let's, win, let's get back to <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to why we're here, man. And it's the Cold Zone episode four, man. So much going hey, on. So much going on. Let me jump in real quick, man. Hey, so shout out to Jesse Tovar um, and the dudes out there at Prep One, man. They had a really busy last few weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. So they had the um, their their very first camp that they hosted which was under the lights that we talked about in last episode with uh, Coach O and Coach Thomas out there at Hanks High School but just recently they had the um, AA All the Way Foundation with Aaron Jones and his brother Alvin right? Bro like I have nothing but love for Aaron Jones for Alvin Jones Um, you know obviously they lost their father uh, this year uh, due to COVID, man. But these guys have stepped up, man. Yeah. And they have been here for this city, right? Putting on this camp. It's free for the kids. They, you know, you sign up uh, and it sells out every year, man. And uh, Aaron and, and Alvin, they put it on. It was at Burgess High School, man. And to see the to see the smiles on these kids' faces, to like be able to just interact with Aaron. Yeah. Like, dude, and that how that busy. is like a life changing moment for some these kids will never forget that moment. How busy is Aaron right now, dog? Yeah, dog. Like, like, think about it. He's got he's got camp coming up, right? Yeah, he has he has camps. Uh they're reporting uh for training camp probably at the end of end of July. So in in the next couple of day, uh days, Jay. Uh, but uh, you got to understand, like, this guy has just signed his second contract, right? $30, 40000000 million. 
Um, Well-deserved. Yo, yes, absolutely well-deserved. And um, I, I, I love him and I love his family uh, for what they've done because they've always stayed true to the bone, bro. Yeah. You know that? And, and, and like, bro, like I, I look at my like my career, if you want to call it that, like I didn't have that. I didn't have that opportunity. I didn't sign that second contract for multi millions of dollars, dog. I was a fullback, uh, you know, a backup fullback at that. I was a special teams guy, and I never had that opportunity. But you look at a guy that like Aaron that that does have that contract, man. He's one of the premier running backs in the NFL, yeah. man. And he still he still holds El Paso right next to his heart, man. And you gotta give him love. You gotta give that family love for what he does for the youth here in El Paso. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, not only that, but we also got with uh, Jesse Tovar, man. He's already set a day for Media Day, right? Oh, man. We got Media Day so August 14th at the County College... County Coliseum, if I'm not mistaken. We got so many events coming up, man, uh, in in conjunction with with Prep One, uh, with Jesse Tovar and that whole crew. But yes, Jay, August 14th at the El Paso uh, County Coliseum. Think about this, Jay. This has never been done, right? Mm -hmm. Prep One did a media day last year at Top View Fitness, and it was a hit. But can you imagine, that was all the football players, right? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine bringing all the top athletes from all over El Paso County into the Coliseum for a media day where they're taking pictures, they're getting interviews. Uh, uh, Prep One has invited all the local media outlets to join them there, Jay. And we got exciting news to do, Jay, because we ain't going to be left out of the mix, man. On August 14th, whatever episode we're on, we're going to record live at the County Coliseum. We're going to interview all these top guys, all these top players, all these top returning players from uh, offense, from quarterbacks, wide receivers, defense, running backs, wide receivers, you name it, man. We're going to have them in here uh, on the Colder Zone, and we're going to talk to them, man, just like we talk now, man. And and we're going to we're gonna open them up, Jay. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good for us. It's going to be good for the I can't, community. I can't wait, man. Shout out to Bo Bagley, uh, Vice President uh, at the El Paso uh, County Coliseum for the El Paso Sports Commission, uh, Brian uh, Kennedy, uh, President over, over there, man. Uh, this is going to be something that just snowballs uh, year after year, man, to get all all the athletes into one place at one time. Yeah. Hey, shout oh, out to man. just like you said, shout out to Bo Bagley. Hey, that's somebody we need to have on the cold zone, man. Bo, Bo Bagley, man. Gee, Bo gave me my TV uh, opportunity. Let's man. Go. I got nothing but love. Let's go uh, for Bo Bagley. Hey, man. and on uh, August 7th, Jesse Tovar and prep one, man, they're going to put together the El Paso strong, Photo at El Paso High this year. Dog, you remember the first time we uh, had that? It was, dude. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was, the, it was the year of the shooting, right? Right. And uh, football season. This was 2019, right? Uh, August third uh, was uh, was the day of the shooting, man. And uh, uh, you know, we got together with Prep One. Jesse reached out and said, "Hey, man, we need to do something to bring all of El Paso together before we start kicking off uh, this football season." And uh, we all met at El Paso High, man. It was Parkland, it was Isleta, it was Clint, it was Canatillo, it was East Lake. Everybody, dog, everybody around the city, they had their jerseys on, man, and we were just all there feeling that love feeling that El Paso strong and obviously because of COVID and the pandemic last year we couldn't do it but we are bringing that back and that is something that I'm so happy that we are going to do and we're going to do it we're going to be there representing the greater El Paso football showcase man and we get to shake hands and take pictures and show 
the love that we have here in El Paso uh, at that El Paso Strong event, uh, tentatively set for August 7th at El Paso High. What other stadium could we do that at, man? Uh, uh, and no other stadium besides El Paso High, man. So I hope that happens. It's going to happen, man. Jesse, yeah, for sure. Prep One, we got the backing of Greater El Paso Football Showcase and Rick Hernandez and everybody. So let's get it done, man. That is going to be an event you want to be at. Players, listen, mark it on your calendar august 7th el paso strong let's go and let's have some fun to spread the love before the season gets kicked off for the 2021 season man jay yo man we are just getting started man anything else you want to talk about dog are we going are we going for let's go ahead and get into the top performers this hey let's take a quick break when we get back we'll get into the 2021 top defenders for this year, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Jay, the 2021 season is just around the corner, dog. And just like we talked about in episode one, episode two, and episode three, we are going to break down these players coming into the season, guys that we know very well are top returning players. Uh, coming in to the 2021 season, right? Yeah, and, we did. Uh, this week in episode four, we are doing uh, the showstoppers, man. The yeah. defenders, the top returning, the top five returning defenders here in the Sun City, Jay. And uh, again, man, just like we had last week, man, there is a lot of names uh, to cipher through uh, in picking these top five. It's no easy task. For sure. Hey, so before we get into the top five, man, just like you mentioned, E, there's a lot of players out there, dog. We could not just stop at five, right? Mm -mm. I mean, this was a list that kept going and kept going, and it was a lot of film on our end that we, you know, that we had to watch. Yeah, you know. Hey, I'll tell you this, though. For the top five defenders, we got a top five. Yeah, for sure. We got a top five, man. But there is so many other guys uh, that we want to get into, uh, give, give some love to, Jay. And uh, let's start at the defensive back okay. uh, position, man, because Timothy Pastron Chapin High School, man. This guy plays both ways, man. But he really stood out to us on the defensive side. So we're going to look forward to him. Uh, Logan yeah. Parsons uh, from America's High School, man. Yo, like, you know, with that Patrick Melton, that defense, they're going to come ready. They're going to be ready, dog. Yeah, for sure. Hey, but going back real quick to Timothy Pastron. Hey, good good size kid, man. 6'3", 185 pounds, 60 tackles last year. Um, you know, he covers a lot of the field, man. He's a great free safety. He plays both sides, had about 300 yards of receiving. Great, great athlete. Yeah, man. I look I look for him uh, to really hold it down for that defense, man. They got a lot of weapons on the offensive side. If he can anchor that defense yeah. and play sideline to sideline, uh, be that center fielder out there for that defense uh, for the Chapin Huskies, man. Uh, they are going to be the team that we talked about last week, man, uh, contending uh, for that district title. Yeah, and also a senior linebacker from Burgess High School, Sean Street, 6'2", 220. Yo, this dude, man, he's an outside backer. Last year, he had two sacks, two cost fumbles. Coach Rutledge allows him to run loose, right, and do his thing on the outside backer. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, so last year they had they had Marenko, right? So mm-hmm. he's, you know, and he was their stud. But this year is a time for Sean to really step up because you, if you, if you, if you really think about it, Ed, this young man, when he plays defense, hey, Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday, 
He's going against the best offensive player in the city. What else can you ask for? Right. Right. As a defender, like I'm going up against one of the best in the country in Tavores Jones. Right. We talked about T. Jones uh, last week, one of our top returning players, the top returning players, like uh, just a phenom uh, there at Burgess High School. And Sean Street, somebody, Jay, that we've talked about, I want to say every episode uh, up up, up until here in, in episode four, man and he is gonna get the job done man but i want to challenge i want to throw a challenge out to these guys man jay because that's what we're here for right mm-hmm. like no you i don't want to see a season like you had last year sean like and it was a great season i want to see you exceed that season we broke down your film in episode one and i want to see that escalation i want to see that change i want to see that next level from him man uh but sean street is definitely somebody that we are going to be paying attention to man ed let me tell you sometimes your teammates will make you a better player you know what i'm saying like we mentioned he's going against tavoris monday through thursday i think this is his year dog like this is his time i think he's gonna step up he's got it in him um, and good luck to Sean Street. He, no, let me say, he has two choices. He's either going to be a new Sean Street or he's going to be the junior Sean Street. We don't want to see the junior Sean Street. And he's already told no. me, he said, and, and we've already gave him feedback on his film about finishing uh, and turning up his motor, man. I need to see another level yeah. from Sean Street. And I, I think he's going to get it done, man. So, Sean, you know, you're out there listening, man. We wish you nothing but the best, man. Let's see that next speed. Let's see that next gear uh, uh, when you're out there on the defense. Man. Hey, who, so who else you got, Jay? I've got a sophomore coming up, man. Defensive tackle from Eastwood High School, man. 6'1", 250, Noah Medina, dude. Ooh, good choice, yes. J-Flo. Yes. Yes, Noah Medina is the real deal, man. This, yeah, this dude is a force down low, man. He, hey, with the film that I saw, he controlled the line of scrimmage. He's excited to see how this year, hey, this is his year where he's going to step up and put his name out there. He needs to be there to anchor that defense uh, for the Eastwood Troopers because Andrew Martinez is going to take care of the offense, man. They yeah. got so many players coming back. Uh, the offensive line, man, you got Andrew Martinez uh, holding it down, man. But Noah Medina, yes, man, I like this name. He's a name that we've seen in our top five, man. He is an impact player. Uh, and going to do damage yeah. uh, for the Eastwood Troopers and potentially be Stansberry certified. Okay. Well, how about the defensive back at Eastwood? Curtis Murillo, 6'2", 170, 30 tackles last year, three hurries and two INTs, man. Hey, Coach Lopez, man, he's got a stacked team coming back this year. Let's head out to Chapin High School, man. This is a defensive back. He also plays a little bit of outside backer. Uh, for Chapin, he's a senior. Maurice Jenkins, man, six foot, 160 pounds, one interception, one sack, 50 tackles last year. Hey, this, hey, as a free safety, you know what I'm saying? Outside linebacker, he's getting it done. Yeah, I mean, what else can you expect? Uh, uh, from a guy, man, like he's all over the field uh, running that defense from Coach Warner yep. uh, out there at Chapin High School. So let's see where the cookie crumbles, bro. All right. What else um, you got, Jay? I've got these. Uh, hold on, no, 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 no. are we in our top five yet? Or? We're not top five, but these are top defenders. These are the dog. guys that we were all hey. like contenders, right? Well, I mean, dog, these guys. We want to give them a little bit of love. Yeah, for Just sure. Just give them a little bit of love. Outside linebacker, defensive back, El Dorado High School man, Santiago Avila, six foot. Hey, this dude, four sacks last year, seventy tackles, man. His closing speed is great. Loves to try to bring the hat. You know what I'm saying? He just needs to, hey, be consistent. Be consistent this year. Yeah, I like that. That's a great breakdown for me, dog. Yeah, it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Little little, little film study on my end. Um, I got another one. You ready? Who you got? Franklin defensive back Joshua Massaqua. Ooh, six yes, foot, yes. 170 pounds. Yes. One interception, 60 mm. tackles last year. Mm. Hey, he's bringing it, man. Mm. Defensively, yeah. hey, they they will be stacked. 
They will. Uh, he's going to have the help uh, with uh, uh, Booby Miles out there, man, with yeah. both of them holding it down in the secondary, man. Franklin's going to be a tough team to pass against uh, with Josh uh, Massaquai, uh out there coming back and holding it down for that Franklin defense. Uh, are we going to give them that Black Swarm title yet, or they got to prove nah, to us? they got to prove it, man. Hey, yeah. that was one of the top defenses in the state of Texas. You got to go out there and prove it. All right. All right, I got one more. Mm. Free safety. Going back to Northeast, man. Chapin High School, Timothy Pastron, 6'3", 185 pounds, 60 tackles last year. Um uh, Yo, this dude covers a lot of the field, man. Plays both sides of the ball. Again, last year had over 300 yards receiving. But on the defensive side, man, this free safety, 6-3. Dog, he is deflecting some balls out there. Uh, 60 tackles in the 2021 COVID season equates to me to 105 tackles uh, on a normal year, man. Uh, uh, Timothy Pastron is going to be that guy uh, on that Chapin defense, man. And that's why we are so excited uh, with uh, Coach Warner and that Chapin uh, offense and defense uh, coming into this 2021 season, man, to be those uh, district contenders uh, for the title, man. Yeah, for sure. Against Andrus. Yeah. Against Burt, hey, I'll tell you right now, Tavor Jones thinks he's going to run shop. Dog, there is some teams out here trying to put the stop to that right now. Hey, so before we get into our top five, let me get in one more defensive back. Who that I, you got? Eastwood Sr., Curtis mm. Murillo, 6'2", 170. 30 tackles last, last year um, and two interceptions, man. This kid, hey, he's a baller, man. He's got good feet. And he's a headhunter, man. He wants to go out there and get that ball and take your head off. So many other guys, Jay. Yeah, I could go on That forever. were in contention, man. Uh, you talked about Massaquai. You got Alfonso Mancera, Eastlake cornerback. Uh, he's going to play free safety this year. Ruben Ross said, yo, he's going to be our center fielder uh, out there for the defense, man. Uh, you got Brandon Norris, America's high school linebacker. Yes, that I like showed him. up, man. Hector Hinojoso, another guy from e the all these guys from Eastlake, man. And then Daniel Villanueva uh, from Montwood High yep. School with uh, Coach Famalegia, man, holding it down at, at linebacker, man. All these guys uh, were considered. Jordan Diaz from Parkland. Um, you got Caleb Gutierrez that you talked about, Jay. Uh, preseason player of the year, man. Love this guy, man. Uh, but uh, we got to see what they do because there's a lot of guys that come out. Right, they have a great junior season, and then they have a letdown for the season year. And I hope none of these guys have that. Man, they gotta have that fire lit underneath them to get it going. But oh, uh, hey. yo, these top five guys, yo, hey, Jay, one, you, hold two, hold on, hold on, three, four, five. Hey, I'm, I'm looking at your top five, and I'm thinking you're missing a player, dog. Mm. If you don't have them, let me talk about them, dog. Mm, go ahead, dog. Defensive end, senior. From Montwood High School, Victor Villa, dog. 6'2", 225. He does his job. He plugs up the hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he plays three-tech, he does his job. And sometimes he plays on the edge, man. And when he does that, he secures the edge when he's out at defensive end. You know, he was a big compliment to Ivan Escobar last year. You know, and that allowed for Escobar to do what he's doing. But this year, Victor Villa, man, he's going to be a beast in the middle. Uh, yeah, that was pretty, Jay. That yeah. was pretty good by you, but uh, he's not in my top five. Well, let me hear you. He is a great there. player, dog. Yeah, but let is. me give you a rundown. Number one, coming in at super level. Number one, I got Jeremiah Cooper. Oh, yeah. We talked about Andrews High School. Easy, easy does it, man. Uh, he's going to take care of business, man. He gets better every year. And then holding down the number two spot on the west side. Cue that music coming in from the west side, west side. <laughs> we got Steven, Mr. Steven Powers, Franklin High School linebacker, man. The best linebacker in EP. Don't at me at this, dog. And then number three, Jaime Guerrero, Eastlake High School, dog. This dude mm. was making plays 
all over the field uh, for East Lake uh, and Coach Ruben Rodriguez uh, over there on the east side. And then number four, Jay, I got Michael Kiesel. Listen to that name, Ooh. Michael Kiesel. This guy will get Division One offers this year. He's going into his junior year as a sophomore. This dude. Bald man at the linebacker position uh, for Coach Franz, Eric Franz at Parkland High School. Listen for that name, Michael Kiesel, linebacker for the Parkland uh, Matadors. And then rounding my top five, Jay. Who you got? This you is got? my got? top five. This is the Stansbury certified top five uh, for the 2021 season is the big man. Who you, you heard got? it. You heard Who it you here got? first. You heard it here first, man. Mr. Caleb Emery oh, yeah. of East Lake, man. This dude is six foot, 185 pounds. Jay. Yes, go ahead, man, because I'm going to Stansberry certify him right now in episode four, man, before we get into the season, because this dude showed me everything he needed to show me uh, last year in that COVID season, man. He was all over the field, just a destroyer, man. Just a destroyer, man. So congratulations to you, Caleb Emery, Eastlake High School, man. You have been Stansberry certified. That is my top five, J Flo. Hey, let me tell you, E, that is a good top five. That is a good top five. I mean, obviously, these players have put in the work uh in the 2020 season. Um, but there's a lot of players, man. Hey, I so, like, last year when we did this, we had a top five, and that's all we had was five. Dog, I could have went on probably another three, four, five more. We, got, one more we, got, we got a lot of underclassmen, Jay, that we've been following, that we've been seeing, that have been showing up, man. And it's hard, right? I do want to mention, wow. um, last he made all district last year, uh, Mr. Alfonso Mancetta from Eastlake High School, man. He's got some good film. Um, I think he's like five seven, five eight. Hey, this guy's a hustler, man. He hey, gets out there and uh, does his thing. I was talking to my boy Ruben Rodriguez, head coach at okay. East High School. Okay. And he said, Yeah, he played cornerback for us last year. Yeah. But he's gonna be the man at free safety this year, and he is gonna be a game changer. Yeah, I like him. I like him. All right, let's go ahead and get into the film study with Ed Stansberry. This segment is sponsored by Sancho Jerky. Hit up Jesse Hernandez on Facebook and on Instagram, Sancho Jerky, or call him at 915-503-9851. The best jerky in town, Sancho Jerky. More than just a snack. Said I'd die alone, I told her she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life. Got a safe that's full of fragments and a shoulder full of stripes. Ah, don't know a nigga like myself. I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fade, you can pull my failure. If that don't make the hair stick up on your back, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. We are here, man. Episode four. Uh, Jay, man, this huddle account film study with Ed Stansberry, man, is just taking on to the next level, dog. Yo, let me tell you, a lot of people... Um, sent some film in, dog, which is great. That's what we wanted, right? I would say we're at about 20 or 30 cats. Damn. Right? Damn. Uh, in four episodes, man. And there's uh, four guys uh, that I want to highlight uh, this week in uh, episode four, man. All of them ballers, man. All these guys have paid the price, put in the work, man. Alan Car- uh, Cadena, 
Uh, he's a singer from Montwood. We're going to talk about Isaac Williams from Del Valle, uh, defensive back, uh, Emilio Balderrama from Eastwood, uh, and uh, finally, Rene Hernandez, man. Uh, I had a chance to sit down, man, and I took time out of my day, man. These guys all hit us up, bro, and uh, we've been asking for it. Yo, send us your huddle accounts. Hit us up. Ed Stansberry, Jay Flores, 9526. Hit up the Cold Zone account. Hit up the 915 Showcase account. And, uh, yo, bro, we've just been inundated uh, with film, man. But these are the guys uh, that I want to talk about, man, because I did spend the time, Jay, both uh, you and I, uh, just looking at the film and watching and breaking them down, man. And what I have to say, man, you know what? Like, if you want a more in-depth, hit me up. Uh, and I'll talk to you uh, for these fellas, man. But I saw enough uh, to give a little feedback for these guys, and that's what we want to do, dog. Right? We yeah, want sure. to we 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 want to motivate these guys, right? We talked about it last week. We want to push them uh, to the next. Uh, we I got so many things lined up that I want to do uh, for all of these players here in El Paso, man. That is just going to escalate uh, their game. It's going to help them uh, as players. It's going to help their teams, their schools. It's going to help everybody uh, that's surrounding them. But uh, let's start with uh, Alan Cadena, man. This dude is an offensive lineman, D-line. Uh, 6'1", 227. He's going to be a senior this year, yo. Most impressive about Mr. Cadena, Jay? Mm-hmm. 1100 uh score on the SAT. Oh, nice. Shout uh, out to him, man. Uh one thing that I will tell everybody, right? Because this is part of the recruiting game is you have to have a passing score for a lot of these power five schools, these top 10 schools in the United States that I was recruited by, you have to have that passing score before they will even let you take a trip an official visit right. to their campus, right? And so with an 1,100 score uh, from Alan Cadena, uh, man, he certainly has the brains uh, to do it, right? And it's not athlete, right? It's student athlete, man. So you got to take care of business in the classroom. So that's what I love uh, about Mr. Cadena, man. Montwood uh, Senior coming in, 6'1", 227. Um, you know, I broke his film down, dog. I watched, I watched the whole thing, man. And uh, one thing, like... I I loved everything that I, I saw about him, mm -hmm. uh, but these are things that I want him to work on. I want him to work on his punch. Uh, when those defenders are coming into him at impact, I want to see him punching with both hands, man, to slow these guys down, man. You want to stop those defenders. You want to hit them uh, with that force, right? You do all those bench presses. You do all those power cleans, right? You want to use those hands, Mr. Cadena. Stun these guys uh, before they can get into you, right? And keep that gap, uh, between you but if you can do that and try to deliver that blow and stun them before they can build that momentum when they're getting into you man that is going to help you tremendously uh going into your senior season but everything else uh effort all that man everything else is there and where it needs to be yeah for sure and so a lot of these players don't understand so when you talk about um, to work on this, whether it's, it's your punch, whether it's your uh, it's your drop step. Hey, this is the time, the summer, right before the season, put in work. You know what I'm saying? When you go to the gym and get your lift on, that's great. It doesn't end there. If you want to be elite and take it to the next level, you have to continue to put in work. Work so, on your craft. So so you have to, and Jay, I, I take this back, bro, and, and this is something that I'm I'm forever grateful uh, for you, right? You know, uh, being an undrafted fullback uh, in the NFL, right? Like trying to make a roster. I made that team uh, with the Houston Texans in 2002. I was cut, uh, you know, like two months after the season started, and I had to come back to El Paso. Like I made... I made El Paso my my hub, right? Like, right. this is where I came back to train. And you helped me do that, right? We talked about it in season one. Like, there was things that I needed to work on, right? And we had to pinpoint those 
those those aspects of my game. This is what these kids in high school need to do with their game. So, uh, you know, for Mr. Cadena that we talked about, like, yo, work on that punch, man. Uh, that bench press, that explosiveness, man, that is going to help you tremendously because that's what I see with you. And then we get into Mr. Isaac Williams. Yeah. Delvaya High School, defensive back. 5'11", 195 pounds, dude, like, he was all over the huddle account, man. Yeah, for sure. He's making plays. Making plays making out there plays. for TV, man. Yo, and 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 when I broke his film down and, and everything that I saw, like, this guy does a great job of fitting in on the hip of those receivers and riding those receivers. He rips off of the blocks, like, on run plays, man. Like, he does a great job of just shedding that that receiver and getting into uh, the running back and, and getting in on that play, man. And I like what he brings to the table for Del Valle. And let me tell you, defensive backs and quarterbacks, it is super key to be watching film, right? Because as a defensive back, wide receivers tend to do the same thing over and over, whether they put their right foot out or whether they kind of relax. It's small details that they need to be doing and watching film for their opponent in order to get that extra edge. So um, my consensus, um, leaving high school and going to UCLA, right? Like I, I was watching. Like I was blessed to have uh, uh, Cliff Olander as my offensive coordinator, right? Like right. I was watching film nonstop, right? Like he showed me. He was a former quarterback. He played with the Chargers. Played at New Mexico State. Like he had that understanding. He knew, right? And it's something that maybe high school guys don't grasp, but you can pick up so much. You can pick up so many tells, uh, whether you're on offense, whether you're on defense, whether you're a quarterback, seeing tendencies uh, that these guys are playing, right? And uh, for, for for all of you guys here at El Paso, for everyone uh, that, that is listening to this episode, man, you will learn so much, man. Watch your opponent. Watch your opponent. See what they do on every play and every snap. Like, I had it down. When I was at UCLA, like, I would see a linebacker that would be twitching, and he would step right, and I knew, like, that blitz was coming. I knew that Trojan blitz was coming, man. Yeah. I would see Troy Palomalu on, on USC. I could tell when that strong safety blitz was yeah. coming, man, because I watched so much film, and there's just so many different different things man like uh on defense offense alignment watching guys and seeing are they sitting back in their stance is it going to be a pass is it are they heavy on their hand this is going to be uh an iso play or something there's so many different things that these guys can pick up so when your coaches tell you to break down and watch film Guys, like that is the biggest difference from high school to college. In high school, you're watching two, maybe three, maybe uh, three hours of film every week, right? Yeah. When you go to college, you're watching like 10, 15, 20 hours of film before you play that opponent. And when you get into the NFL, and I'm going to be honest, man, you're watching 60, 70 hours of film uh, on this offense. So So you know exactly what to expect, man, and that's how the level of play changes man so for high school my advice for all these cats man is watch your opponent watch and look for their tendencies you'll be able to read run you'll be able to read pass you'll be able to read uh what the quarterback is going to check to you're going to see what plays he checks so you can see all that if you break down the film take the time Take the time to put in work. If you want to be elite and move yourself up, hey, do what you got to do. How about Emilio Balderrama, dude? Yeah, man. He sent us this film, man. This is another guy, dude. And I like I like this, man, because this kind of backs up what we said, man. These Eastwood Troopers are going to be title contenders uh, in the 6A. Emilio Balderrama, uh, 6'1", 250, uh, coming into his senior year. This dude is a straight baller man hold 
development down for the offensive line. He is going to be the one that makes Andrew Martinez successful, man. He can pull. Bro, he's a big guy, man. He's very athletic, has a low pad level. He drives his feet into his block. He finishes his blocks. Uh, And you know what? Like, Jay, like I was watching his film and they were throwing screens and everything. And this dude gets downfield. Yeah, he does. And can make his blocks, man. So remember, Uh, yeah, hey, being an offensive lineman, man, you're one of the smartest dudes on the field. You're calling plays before your quarterback is seeing it, right? You're seeing how that defensive tackle is lining up, whether that play is going to work or not. So, hey, Emilio, keep at it, man. Yeah, man, this guy is somebody that uh, we definitely uh, can do. How, Jay, like... Uh, have we figured out how we're gonna give these offensive linemen love? No, but no. You know what? I got, it. I got something. I what got something. Got? I got, got something. Got? So, so once once the season gets started, so we'll look at because we're already we're already getting the stats right. Mm-hmm. We're already getting the the passing stats from the quarterbacks. We got the rushing stats from the running backs, right? Yep. We'll look at those two numbers, right, from mm-hmm. every team. And for those teams that are at the top of the list, we'll recognize all the offensive linemen uh, for those teams individually by name. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it, man. These, hey, hey, the big is that uglies, is that the way to do it though? That's the, probably the only way to do it because yeah. the big uglies up front, man, they need to get they recognized. deserve it, dog. Like, hey, man, I'm telling you, dog. Like blue chip uh, and doing all that at quarterback. When I changed the fullback, dog, like that, that all that fame, yeah, all that glitz and glamour was gone, dog. <laughs> and so. Uh, you know, I blocked for Deshaun Foster, second round draft pick in the NFL. Um, went on to play in the Super Bowl uh, against uh, the the New England Patriots. But like, we broke records. So like, if he broke a rushing record, like, I included myself in that. Yeah, I was part of that. And so we should give these offensive linemen uh, love individually by name. So let's do that this year let's do it. Uh, in the 2021 season. And uh, thank you, Emilio Balderrama, uh, for sending us your huddle account, man. For all of you guys uh, that want to sing your huddle account, hit us up, man. It's Dansbury, J Flores, 9526. Hit up the Showcase account. Uh, 915 Showcase hit up the Colder Zone account, but Jay, we got one last dude, man. Let's go with that. Send us his account, man. Tell us who he is. Renee Hernandez, man. Andrews defensive tackle, 5'8, 266. This dude is nasty. Mm, yeah, he is. He is. He, like, uh, you know, watching film on, uh, on Mr. Hernandez, this guy has a great get off man right you know you expect that from from a nose tackle but this dude is really in it he gets off of the ball man uh in jay like draw a circle okay uh we're lining up at the line of scrimmage right mm-hmm. draw a circle around the ball okay 10 yards 10 yards circumference Right, Mr. Hernandez will be on every play that's within that 10 yard circumference. He will dominate, bro. And that's what he, hey, and that's his job, E, right? Yeah, don't do nothing more than that. No, dominate and control the line of scrimmage, bro. He, you know, you know, he reminds me of who you got, dog. When I was in the Houston Texans, and you know, we were, we were, we were in 2002, we were a brand new franchise, right? Where I was the first, uh, uh, first franchise on, on the team for the Houston Texans. You remember Gary Walker? Mm-hmm. Came over from uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Pro Bowler. Yep. Dude, that's who Renee reminds me of. Like, you cannot move him, bro. Yeah. And he's he's going to be in on every tackle, man. So, Renee, thank you uh, for sending us your film, sending us your huddle account, man. Watch out. You're going to hear that name, dog, on 9 Overtime, on Colder Zone, on 915 Showcase. This guy is always in the screen uh, when a play is being made, man. And you can't ask for anything more uh, from, from a player at the high school level. Ed, so that's going to wrap up, man, the film study with Ed Stansberry. Ed, the A. Fellas, continue to send your film to us. We will continue to review it. Season's coming up seven weeks away, man. 
at 12,000 downloads, dog. God, man. Are we I'm doing something so, right? I'm having so much fun, but I'm still caught up on uh, all this all city thing you were hitting on me. <laughs> uh, uh, a couple, uh, couple segments back, man. Hey, hey, let me tell you guys what the. Hey, do what you got to do. This man. is the plus to when you control the board, is that you can lower his. His whole mic just like that. So he's sitting there talking, but we all know who was MVP first. And we got a very special guest joining us in studio next week for episode five. The man, the myth, the legend, Jesse Tovar from Prep One. We're here to talk about all the different events, man. Uh, J Flow for the 915 showcase. We got our golf tournament coming up September 25th. Look out on social media, sign up. Up, play with your boy I am an expert dog I'm an expert uh, Scramble golfer man So if you want to come out And see me And play with me Sign up And let's get it going man But this is episode 4 Of the coldest zone We love you all Paso Thank you 12,000 downloads Gia My body like the Never mind him, he ain't thinking about you or the way we slept on the villa up in Malibu. Marry who? Daddy, please. I'm taking it all from the stash to the keys. So let me see. Boo, I'm about to dead my mans for you. When it's all said and done, I got plans for you. He said, 